Shreyas Iyer shows why he could be India's ideal number four batsman. By Prasanjit De. India's search for a number four batsman had started right after their loss to Pakistan in the final of the 2017 Champions Trophy. The rare collapse of India's famed top three of Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, and Shikhar Dhawan, and the subsequent failure of their middle order to do the repair job, were at the heart of India's infamous defeat to their rivals in that match. However, it was the failure of their number four batsman Yuvraj Singh to churn out significant contributions throughout the duration of the tournament, which caught our eyes the most. 105 runs in four innings at an average of just 35, which was also boosted by an unbeaten knock, was certainly not enough to meet the requirements of the position and thus began the quest to find the ideal number four batsman with the 2019 World Cup just a year and a half away. Mumbai batsman Shreya Sayer was one of the first few players to audition for the number four spot and his returns of 210 runs in five innings at a healthy average of 42, which also included two scores of 50 or more, suggested that India's search should have ended right then and there. Although he didn't bat at number four in either of his knocks, the qualities he showed, his temperament, ability to rotate the strike and play the big shots with equal ease, suggested that he would be the ideal choice. However, the selectors chose to drop him inexplicably in order to perform a few more experiments and iterations. They tried 12 more players at that position since then, which included the likes of Manish Pandey, Kedar Jadav, Ajinkya Rahane and Dinesh Karthik. Moreover, the experiments continued even after they had embarked upon their World Cup journey and the likes of Rishabh Pant and Vijay Shankar were the subjects of it. However, none of the batsmen seemed qualified enough to handle the responsibilities of this position even after a trial of around two years. Some of them did average over 40 in the limited number of opportunities they got, but the accumulations were once again boosted a lot by the unbeaten knocks, which means their average returns per innings wasn't satisfactory at all. Such poor returns from these batsmen in yet another batting debacle which saw India bowing out of the World Cup after the semi-final defeat to New Zealand in an embarrassing manner meant that they had come back to the batsman who they had dropped a year ago without citing any valid reason. That batsman was none other than Shreya Sayer. The 24-year-old had been churning out runs consistently in domestic cricket over the years, a tally of 4,592 runs in 54 first-class matches at an outstanding average of 52.18, served testimony of his quality as a batsman. Moreover, a tally of around 2,905 runs at an average of 43.05 in List A cricket and 2,815 runs at an average of 31.98 in 101 T20 matches also give an idea about his adaptability across formats. All these runs have come while batting mostly in the middle order, yet the selectors had turned a blind eye towards Ayer. So much so that he even had to vent out his frustration in an interview recently. He said, and I quote, if there was some other player in place of me, he would have also felt disappointed. Your eventual goal is to play for your country. I was disappointed when I was dropped and didn't get enough fair chances. Ayer had told the Times of India back in March 2019. Selection wasn't in his hands, but Ayer kept doing what was in his control all this while, which is scoring runs consistently. He showed what he is capable of in the Indian Premier League this year. The Delhi Capitals qualified for the playoffs after a long time, and it was Ayer who led from the front with 463 runs at an excellent average of 30.86, while batting mostly at number three. He continued his rich vein of form in the one-day series between India A and West Indies A as well and scored a total of 187 runs during the series at an outstanding average of 62.33.
the right-handed batsman kept knocking on the selection doors continuously with his performances and the selectors finally decided to give him a go as they named him in the T20I and ODI squads for the West Indies tour. Although he didn't get a chance to play in the T20I series, he made the most out of his opportunities when he got the chance to showcase his skills in the ODI series. The first ODI got washed out by rain and he lost one chance to prove himself, but the second ODI brought him the opportunity to do exactly what he wanted. Everything was set up nicely for him after he walked out to bat at number 5 after the fall of Rishabh Pant's wicket in the 23rd over of the innings. Ayer should have ideally batted at number 4, but it was yet another tactical blunder from the management to send Pant ahead of him. Nevertheless, Ayer came into this match with a completely different mindset and that could be understood from the words he spoke in the pre-match press conference. He said, and I quote, Personally, I am not thinking about batting at number 4. I want to be someone who is very flexible batting at any number or if you go into any situation, you should be able to grab that opportunity and make the best use of it. And Ayer did exactly that when he walked out to bat at number 5 in Team India colours after a gap of one and a half years. It was a tricky wicket to bat on. The ball was gripping off the surface and was stopping a bit after pitching. So it required the batsman to play the waiting game. The deck demanded the batsman to play according to the merit of the deliveries. Any forced shot could lead to the downfall of the batsman and the departures of Rohit Sharma and Rishabh Pant in a similar manner had already made a good example of it. Ayer knew exactly what to do. After all, he has been in these conditions for over a month now and hence he has got well accustomed to it. He started off in a very confident manner and his first boundary placed between backward point and gully with flawless timing that too of only the sixth delivery he faced summed up the kind of nick he was in. Two more boundaries followed soon after and Ayer had raced away to a flying start having accumulated 22 runs off his first 18 deliveries. He went on to score just two more boundaries and one six after that and shared a stand of 125 runs for the fourth wicket with Birat Kohli. There wasn't even a single shot which showed that he was trying to muscle the ball away into the stands. His final return with a knock of 71 runs scored at a strike rate of 104.41, thus making him the only batsman with 20-plus score to have a strike rate of over 100 in this match. Yet the base of his innings was built upon strike rotation as only 36.62% of his runs came in boundaries. So this sums up his skill and suggests why he is the ideal choice for a number 4 batsman. He can keep the scoring rate up by playing even risk-free shots and that is what India requires in their batting lineup after their terrific trio of Rohit, Dhawan and Kohli. The Indian think tank needs to realise this soon, else it won't take long for this ship to sail away.